You are listening to the Call to Action podcast, where we aim to inspire, educate, and inform entrepreneurs and self-starters on tech and tips related to navigating this ever-changing world. McGee Matthews is the author of Women Loving Women Romance and is drawn to blue-collar gals with sass. A Jill of all trades, a master of none, McGee has a BS in biology and has worked in numerous underpaid, overworked positions, including automotive engineering, facilities maintenance, and teaching. She currently writes full-time. McGee and her wife, live in South Carolina. Listen in as McGee shares her superpower, the power of laughter, and some great marketing information for authors. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode 19 of the Call to Action podcast. I am your host, Shantae, and we have a special guest with us. For the Fireside Chat, her name is McGee Matthews, and she is the author of Women Loving Women Romance Novels. Now, in case you missed episode 18, I'm going to go back just a little bit, guys. If you missed episode 18 of the Call to Action podcast, it is definitely a must listen. I shared some helpful information, including the new Call to Action merchandise that is available. And this is for anyone who uses social media. It has really cool, fun call to action terms on t-shirts, mugs, hats, mouse pads, pretty much everything in between. So go back and listen to that podcast. Again, that's episode 18 of the Call to Action podcast. Now, as always, before we get to the show, I like to share a motivational quote. And today's motivational quote is by Eleanor Roosevelt. So here is the motivational quote for episode 19 of the Call to Action podcast. With the new day comes new strength and new thoughts by Eleanor Roosevelt. So everyone, as you get up each morning, take that new energy with you, take that renewed strength and do some new things. Just as Eleanor Roosevelt said that with the new day comes new strength and new thoughts. So everyone, let's get into today's fireside chat where we have our special guest, McGee Matthews. So McGee, thank you for joining us on the Call to Action podcast. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. I want to thank you for inviting me to come. Awesome. I am so glad you're here and I'm really excited. So as you know, when we do the fireside chat, I like to do an icebreaker and I like where you share your superpower. So McGee, share your superpower with us. Oh gosh, I spent a lot of time thinking about my superpower and the only thing I came up with is my sense of humor. Uh, I think I'm wicked funny, but you know, we all think we're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) We do. When my son was in third grade, uh, we had a little parent teacher conference and we sat down and she said, your son speaks fluent sarcasm. He's the only child who's ever been in my class that laughs at all of my jokes. So I took <laughs> that as a badge of honor. <laughs> That's good. Laughter is good. They say what? Laughter is the best medicine, right? They do say that. Yes, I think it is too. Yes, I'm a believer. Definitely. 
<laughs> so I'm not sure if that's much of a superpower, but it's all I got. <laughs> no, you know what? We need laughter in the world. Everything is so serious these days. We got to laugh. We got to laugh. Absolutely. Absolutely. McGee, thank you for sharing your superpower. I love the whole sarcasm thing. I love the thought of laughter and just having a really good sense of something that we need these days. And now what I want to talk about is what inspires you? So let's begin by sharing with us that when did you know that you wanted to write? Well, when I was in fifth grade, uh, we lived in a suburb of Detroit in Michigan, and they had a young authors contest, which I didn't really know exactly what would happen, but we all had to write stories and send them in. And much to everyone's surprise, I, I won for our school, and we got to take a trip to downtown Detroit. They had a big auditorium. We got to listen to all these published authors. And as they were speaking, it occurred to me, I could do that. I, I like to make up stories. I like to write things. And one of the authors said, you should always write what you know. You have to have something to tell. And as a 10-year-old, I sat there and thought, when I have lived something worth telling, I'm going to write a book. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure I've lived anything worth telling, but I wrote some books anyway. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. That's really good. It's funny how people discover early in life. I I talked to another author and it was the same story where they they learned really early that they could write and that they wanted to write. I think that is so cool when people know things like that at that young age. Mm -hmm. So tell us about um, what inspired you for your recent work. Now tell us about your books. I know you got, how many books have you written? Well, I, I have one that's a historical romance. It was actually the first books that I wrote, but it's been the one I've wrestled the most. So I finally feel like it's it's done now. Um, the books that I have published are both self-published, and they're, I call them the, the Ladies of Diamond Lake. Um, and the, the way I started the first book is I played on a softball team, uh, and one of the people on the team was a, a SWAT policewoman. And uh, she played shortstop, and she threw this pitch, and it hit this girl in the ankle running at first and about broke it. And I just kept thinking to myself, what if, and just kept rolling from there what if she met somebody on the softball team what if they did something crazy and I just kept rolling it along and uh and that's kind of how that one came together cool now that is available on Amazon right it is it's on Amazon and Kindle Unlimited um there's basically two ways you can can self-publish your books one is through Smashwords uh which does a, a broadcast of Amazon and Nook and all kinds of things including Amazon or If you go with Amazon, uh, you can also do what they call Kindle Unlimited, uh, which is sort of a um, free book in a way for people. They pay a set fee a month, and then they can download as many books as they want to. And for me, the advantage of doing Kindle Unlimited was that I was a new author, but people who have it read a lot of books, and they might give me a chance Whereas maybe somebody who had to plop that money down might think twice before, you know, picking a new author. Okay, so McGee, let me ask you this. Now, for someone who was brand new to writing a book, mm-hmm. who knows nothing about Smashwords, yes. <laughs> can you, <laughs> like, what is that exactly? Exactly, yes, what is that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just heard the word Smashwords. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Okay, so what, what is Smashwords? Uh, it is a um, service, I would describe it, that, uh, takes your uh, database that you have uh, written your word and your manuscript into in Word or, or whatever program you like, and then it manipulates it into a format that will let it be read on any 
ebook or someone's cell phone or their Kindle or whatever they choose to read electronically so that the, the pages come out the right side and the words, they can change the font size so they can read it comfortably. And there's software to do that. Amazon does the same thing, um, but they only promote it on Amazon. So you have to decide if you want to go wide or, or focus narrow. Okay, so Smashwords just gives you more exposure, and Amazon just focuses on within Amazon's site, right? Correct. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, yes. Perfect. Okay, so do you have any tips for anyone that is writing a book and that may be looking at either one of the two? Um, are there any other pros or cons that you know between Smashwords and Amazon? Well, uh, I guess the first advice I would have for people is don't feel like you have to pay somebody to publish your book. Um, there's lots of uh, scammers out there that, you know, you can give them as much money as you want to and they'll publish your book for you and, and you don't have to do anything. And that's just ripping you off. So if you if you want to go a traditional publisher route, certainly they'll take care of all the formatting, all the book covers editing all of those types of things uh, especially if you're busy you got a f- couple of full-time jobs or what have you family if you have the initiative and time to self-publish you make a lot more money that way than you would obviously sharing with a publisher for me um, I think Amazon and Smashwords both have a steep learning curve in terms of formatting your materials to upload them so whichever one you you um try to use is, is probably equally um, challenging in that aspect. Uh, the reason I, I stuck with Amazon in particular is because I wanted to do that Kindle Unlimited, which is that sort of think of it as a paid lending library, and you get paid for each page that people read of your book. So if they read five pages, you get paid for five page reads. If you, they read the entire thing, then you get paid for all of those pages. So uh, it's a little bit of a wonky model. Um, and, and the price changes per month. You never know exactly what you're going to make. So it's a little bit of a crapshoot as far as that goes. But it's been pretty consistent. And I've been really happy with the number of people who have been able to read uh, my book because it was on Kindle Unlimited. So I would recommend for a new author to definitely consider that as a way to um, self-publish their book and to get some traction. Wow, that's good information. And see, every time I talk to you guys, I learn something new. So I didn't know. (laughs) That's why I love doing these. I'm like, this is awesome. If I'm learning, I know other people are learning as well. And this is cool because so basically when you're on Kindle Unlimited as an author, when someone reads your book for every page they read, then you get paid based off the number of pages that they read. And that's on a monthly Okay. okay. Yes. And then they, they pay you quarterly. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, you don't exactly know what you're going to get until uh, it shows up, but um, it's, it's been a great way. I'd say my first book in terms of ebook purchases versus Kindle Unlimited reads was probably one to four. And my latest book has been closer to one to two. So more people seem to be willing to buy the ebook this time around. So I, I think I'm gaining an audience in, in that respect. Wow, that is really good. That's really good to know. Like, I had no idea. So <laughs> that's really good information. I'm sure, I'm, not, I'm sure other authors are learning this as well. So this is definitely good info. Well, we, we all seem to have our own journey. And, um, you know, what works for me, if it works for you, awesome. If it doesn't, then try something else. You know, it's, it's all good. So it's a lot of paths to the top of the mountain. That's right. Definitely. That is definitely a truth. 
Now, let me ask you this. So as far as marketing your books, do you do any type of marketing, um, like either with Amazon or paid or social media? Like, tell us how you get the word out about your products. Gotcha. Well, my my plan is of right now, I've been working with a lady. We're setting up a, a marketing plan for my um, books. And it will probably include paid ads on Amazon at this point. Um, that's where we're headed. For my first books, I just use social media. And uh, I had the opportunity at a book lovers convention to listen to some authors that were sharing tidbits about what they did. And what they recommended was for social media, pick two and become engaged with the people on that particular site. So if you're going to be on Twitter, tweet. If you're going to be on Facebook, comment, uh, like things. If you're going to do um, other things that old people like me don't know about, um, just get in there and connect with those people. You don't want to just start a Facebook page for your author page and just start blasting info about your book because no one, no one wants to engage with that. And that's going to be annoying to them and they're going to drop you. They won't follow what you're doing. So you, you want to get in there and get your feet uh, wet and stomp around there. That's true. And, you know, the whole social media conversation that that's been common um, about being engaging mm -hmm. versus just, you know, throwing your information out saying, hey, look at me, look at me, you know, that's not really engaging, but you're right. Like, and I, I feel the same way. I actually did a podcast a, a few, I don't know, a few episodes back about engaging on social media and really like, don't do all of them. Pick what you're going to do. And if it's only two or one, as long as you're working them, then that's good. Because if you're on seven different social media networks, which is not uncommon for some people, but how do you manage all of that stuff? You know, that's just, to me, I like, I think it's spreading yourself too thin, but yeah, if you have like one or two and you're actually engaging and not just posting a bunch of information about your book, then um, I think people can get to know you better as the author, which makes them want to buy from you. Well, absolutely. And, you know, if you set up, they have little um, auto post uh, things you can set up for, you know, the next two weeks and certain dates and times, and they cross all the media. And if people see you on different um, uh, social media platforms and it's the same thing over and over that's not interesting <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> it's just not interesting so you want to let them know who you are they want to they want to find out the funny things about the author not necessarily just about your your book and we're, we're all funny i mean people are all funny so we all have something to share oh yeah definitely definitely <laughs> McGee, this has been fun. Like I've learned some cool things uh, about, you know, Amazon and I didn't know how that worked. I know about Smashwords and you have shared your superpower and what inspires you. Now, I want to know what advice would you give to any upcoming or aspiring authors? Well, the first thing would be put your butt in the chair. You, you've got to sit down and write. You have to do it. You can't edit a blank page. So just get it on the paper. Work your craft. Uh, go to uh, book lover conventions. Um, go to local events that feature authors. Talk to these people. Ask them questions. Listen to what they say to you. Keep reading. Um, you'll figure out how did this author, you know, work this story that is something that I, you know, now I can dissect that and apply it to my own writing. And you just have to get out there and do it. And some 
things aren't going to be as good as other things, but as long as you're working at it, it's going to keep getting better and better and you'll be pleased with what you're able to produce. Good advice. Good advice. Now I have a question. Some people talk about writer's block. Do you have um, any advice to help writers who may, I guess, be stuck, um, you know, with their topics or whatever is causing that writer's block? You have any, anything you can lend for that? Well, I think people who, who get caught with writer's block, um, are more of what I would call a pantser. And I, I certainly started that way where I would just start writing the story and you write yourself into a corner and now you don't know what happens next versus what I would call a plotter uh, where you kind of have the general idea of this is the beginning, this is what's going to happen in the middle, this is what's going to happen at the end and you kind of have a direction. So I took some classes with some uh, experienced novelists that explained their styles for plotting. And although I still consider myself a hybrid. If my characters start speaking to me and we go a, a crazy direction, I just follow them. But um, I kind of know what's going to happen in the book overall. So if I'm feeling like, okay, I'm just not in the mood to write a happy scene today, I'm going to write, you know, where I get to murder somebody or whatever's in your book, you know, <laughs> and he writes a really angry scene to get that on paper. And then you've tapped into those emotions. You can't, you can't, you can't write a love story in a bad mood. It's just not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> and all of those little crazy things you write are helping you be a better writer. And they turn out to be a little tidbit that you put in someplace else later. So it's, it's all moving forward. McGee, thank you for sharing so much useful information. Now, I know people want to know where they can purchase your book and how can they contact you. So share that information well, with the listeners, please. Sure. The, um, the first thing you can, you can get the works that I have available now on Amazon uh, for, as an ebook or uh, paperback, if you'd rather order that way, or uh, Kindle Unlimited. Uh, we've talked about that a lot. You can find me. Uh, uh, Twitter is... McGee underscore Matthews. I have a webpage, uh, McGeeMatthews.com. See a trend there? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely good at marketing. Definitely you got that part to, down. I got that part down. And then I have a, a little, um, some of those things list to a, a mailing list if you would like to get information about upcoming works and whatever. But I, I haven't figured out how to link all that yet. So that's where my suave, sophisticated uh, marketing plan falls on its face right there. Um, but uh they can get a hold of me. <laughs> okay, perfect. I would love that. I love to hear from readers. I got my first fan email and I about fainted. I was so excited. <laughs> oh, that is cool. That is cool. Now, McGee, I don't think you shared the title of your books. I think we went through oh, this whole podcast we, and didn't read the did title. The whole thing. I tell you, titles are hard to come up with too. So what you had, you got to hug them. Uh, my first book is called Moving Violations, uh, which features uh, the two main uh, love characters are uh, a policewoman and a uh, auto mechanic. And uh, kind of the, the third wheel on that is the auto mechanic's best friend really messes things up for them. And the second book is called Exceeding Expectations, which is a few characters from the first book, uh, our, our crazy best friend, and uh, her new interest is uh, EMT. So um, they're kind of, you know, she thinks she's out of her league, you know, so they've got to do a little dance to get to the romance, if you will. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thank you once again. I really enjoyed having you as a guest. And this been really fun. Again, very informative. And um, I want to know, do you have any last words that you want to share with the listeners? I do have just one tidbit, and that would be tell your story. Um 
all t- 10 people could all be in a room. We could all try to write the same book and they would come out 10 completely different ways. So just because you feel like, oh, maybe somebody's heard this or oh, this might be too derivative. It's your story. So, so tell it. The world needs to hear your point of view. Awesome. Awesome. This was so good. So McGee, again, thank you so much. I really enjoyed having you as a guest on the Call to Action podcast. And I really hope that you enjoyed doing the fireside chat with me. Did you have fun? It was excellent. It was excellent. I had a great time. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. So for everyone else, thank you for listening and stay inspired and motivated. Until next time. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the Call to Action podcast. Make sure to visit me on my blog at ctamarketing.biz. There you can find articles for entrepreneurs and self-starters on tech and tips to help navigate this ever-changing world. Until next time.